now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Path, the Next Level Network. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you're well. My back is killing me. I took a walk in the park the other day, and I don't know what happened. If there was a little incline, I've had a lot of trouble with that lately, but my back since Monday morning has been killing me. The walk, My legs felt good on the walk, though, so that helped. I don't know. Why am I starting with this? I'm not sure, because you hear a lot of fidgeting, as you often do with this show, because I'm trying to get comfortable, which is not going to happen. So there we go. That's me. No, we're going to we're gonna leave that? Yeah, who cares? How are you? <laughs> I hope you're doing okay. We are here. Oh my gosh, we are here. We have, uh, we're going to talk. This episode today is, uh, it's not sponsored officially, but it is brought to you by people on Twitter who have shared these things over and over again, or liked them, or whatever. Uh, so I kept seeing them in my, in my feed, and so I'm going to talk about them. And, and then I'll explain at the end why... So it's really like two stories, and then I'll explain why I like Twitter so much. And then some sports. I did not pick a game of the week, did I? All right, we'll do that on the break with the song. Okay, I just realized I did not pick a uh, pick a game of the week for week three. So we'll do that. Uh, so we'll talk quiet quitting. We'll talk about pronouns. We'll talk about the best. It's actually was a fan question not too long ago. Which social media site is best for me? So I'll talk about that. And then we'll do Game of the Week 3. We got some baseball, and that should be all. All right? We good? Great. You doing okay? You okay over there? I hope you're well. I really do. I mean it. Hope you're okay. All right. Jeez. Oh, man. Here, oh, here we go. All right. We're good. We're gonna. I just... Sorry. And my head just went again. I forgot to do a game for uh, for NFL. I think I have that list here somewhere. Do I? Yes, I do. And all right, I got one. Great. Perfect. We're good, I think. All right, we got a game of the week. We're good. Now we don't have to do it later. So we did it now. There, you just went through and uh, listened to me try to figure out something I should have done four days ago. All right. <laughs> so all that to come. But before we get there... <laughs> We are off to the best start we could ever imagine. Uh, we got a new song from our friends Lowborn. Came out well, it came out about a month ago, but I'm behind on everything. Um, so my friends, thank you very much. You can find more from them at lowbornband.com. That's L-O-W-B-O-R-N, as in Nancy. Nancy Hicks Gribble. Let's go. Um, love King of the Hill. Can't wait to see the new episodes whenever they happen. So they released a new song. Go find more from them. This song is very much not safe for work. Bunch of potty mouths over there in Lowborn. They're local, right? Should we have had them on? Do they live around the corner from me? Ah, damn it. All right. Lowborn, next time we put out a song, let me know. We'll try to arrange a chat. That sound good? I've had too many people from, uh, from New England on lately. That's mean. I love them all. Anyway, if they even listen, I don't know. But uh, if anybody, if anyone involved in who I just made fun of listens, I love you, and I didn't mean it, but you know that. Because you listen to the show. So here we go. Lowborn, their they're la- they're latest. Lowbornband.com. It's not safe for work, this song. It's called Wanna Believe. It's the Melting Pat. We're coming right back. 
been a while, but I'm here confessing. I think I stopped asking questions. Cause I got shitty reception. And why would I call if you don't pick up? Been living in my depression. Built my name on imperfections. Turned my pain to my profession. But it don't feel like you give two fucks. The cross on my fingers faded. Probably because I quit praying. Trying to sell me tickets to heaven Preacher don't see his own reflection All the money from the plate collecting Is going to his bins and his new ex-wife Working hard trying to count my blessings Pretty sure that I missed the message Can't hear it in the nosebleed section But I swear I'm trying There you have it, our friends Lowborn with their latest Wanna Believe. Find more from them, lowbornband.com. Thank you, my friends. It's the Melting Pat, the Next Level Network. Yes. Felt better about that one. Patrons got a bonus one because... Uh, I screwed it up, and I started off in a weird spot, and then we came down to that. So there you go. Five bucks a month, you get to hear that bonus and some other things. We got real mad at the top of the show with the patrons. So if you want to jump in on that, patreon.com slash themeltypat. And uh, more from Lowborn at lowbornband.com. There you go. Want to believe? Get it now. It's not safe for work. You knew that already because you just heard it. But I don't know. If you listen to it while you're on a run or something. Just uh, Well, if you're listening to music while you're out in public, you should wear headphones always, but, um, you know, just in case. If you're, if you're throwing a party or something and children will be there, uh, maybe don't put that one on the list. Or do. You know what? I'm not your dad. I can't tell you what to do. But there you go. Lowborn Band. <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. Lowbornband.com for more. Want to believe. Go get it now. Where do you get your stuff? And, uh, yeah, links for that will be in the show notes. So there you go. Thank you, Lowborn. Come on the show. Do you live around the corner from me? You probably do. I don't know. The city's a big place. So there we go. There, there it is. We got the, 
We got the song. All right. So our first topic for today, you know what? We're going to have to take a little time out because Soundtrap is going to let me know in a couple minutes to uh, to stop and save my work just in case. So that's good because, um, well, I usually kind of structure it that way anyway. So there you go. More from Lowborn, lowbornband.com. Throw that out there again before we take. Again, the break will be a second and a half for you. But for me, it could be several minutes. And for patrons, it could mean bonus stuff. So there we go. So we Because this segment might take longer than I have here, if that makes sense. So we're going to take a time out. We'll come right back. Well, for you, it'll be, you, you know the drill. Hold on. All right, so here we go. I, did I need to stop and, and do that awkward little pause thing? Probably not, but here we are. Again, only a second and a half for you and uh, another minute or so for me. So there, all right. So our first, <laughs> first real item on the agenda for today is you've probably seen this. You probably heard the term quiet quitting if you've been on the internet or if you're not. Um, and maybe, maybe it's not even a real thing. Maybe it's just like some uh, middle manager somewhere made it up just to to make fun of kids on TikTok or something. I'm not sure. I'm not on TikTok, so I don't know. Did it start there or what? I, someone who's on TikTok, let me know what the deal was with uh, with how this started. Should I have looked it up? Probably. But I was going to talk about it, but I'm sure it's fine. So from what I understand, the big wigs, your, uh, all of your bosses have made up this term called quiet quitting because they want to complain about you, their employees, and I guess me too, doing the bare minimum. So I just want to see if I have this right. First, it was nobody wants to work anymore. We can't get anybody hired. Okay. And then they continue to pay crap wages and not offer benefits and try to do all this other stuff to, to basically mistreat their employees. So that, that, was, that was the first thing. So now the people who have the jobs oh, you're not working hard enough. You need to work harder. Meanwhile, the jobs are getting done. So it's not like these people who are, you know, quiet quitting. It's not like they're stopping work altogether and productivity has has plummeted. They're not saying that. Because if it was, if that was the case, you would for sure hear about that. Like that would be included in all these pieces about quiet quitting, all these little videos and all these Wall Street Journal stuff, all this stuff, you would definitely see these employers complaining about, oh, well, the work's also not getting done. But they're not, which means it isn't. So that's not the case, right? So the jobs are getting done. And the people who are, I don't know if it's the actual big managers or the middle managers who just need something to do or what, but you know, all of them are, are in this whole this old school line of thinking where like, oh, you got to burn the midnight oil, man. Burn that midnight oil. Oil? Who's this about oil? Are you cooking? Um, it's a joke for three of you. Uh, <laughs> no, probably more. I think more of you will get that one. It's not a not as esoteric as some of my ref- some of my other ones. Um, oh man, you got to you got to stay late. Got to come in early and stay late. Got to go above and beyond. You got to got to do the work of two people, right? That's the old school. Like you got to you know nose to the grind or whatever, and you got to get in there and go out there and be somebody or, you know, whatever the thing was, right? So it's this whole, you know, if you work hard and you you get noticed by the boss for doing all that extra work, because the old school thinking was you do that, you get promoted, you get a raise, make more money, whatever, right? The reality of that is when you do the extra work, they'll notice and say, hey, they're getting their stuff done. Pat's getting his stuff done over there. Let's give him more stuff 
because other people aren't as good or as efficient as he is or not getting as much done as he is in the same time. So what they're going to do, they're not going to reward you with more money or, or a promotion or a corner office. They're not going to do that. They're just going to give you more of the work that needs to be done from someone else because you're getting it done and someone else isn't. So instead of getting rid of that person, or what they'll do is they'll get rid of that person and make you do all of their work and not pay you any more money. So it's just a really weird, like, oh, they're not working hard enough. But also, if you do work hard enough or harder than, uh, than you already are, your reward is not more money or a better position in the company. Your reward is someone else's work. And... I am 100% behind any employee who embraces this, whether it's a real thing or not. Uh, if you embrace this quiet quitting, I am 100% on board with you. Because where's the incentive for me as a, as a worker, as an employee, where is the incentive to work more than I'm being assigned? Where is the incentive to go above and beyond? Are you going to pay me more money? Am I going to get to go home early? Am I going to get another day off? Am I going to get, uh, is there a chance for a promotion? where I can get my own office? No, there's no chance for any of that. They don't want to pay you more money. They don't want to even want to pay the money that they're paying you. They want to pay you less because nobody who owns a company wants to pay people to work there more money because they don't want to affect their bottom line that much. They just want to keep what they have or make more and then not pay you enough, which means you at the bottom are getting mad and saying, you know what? I'm going to do exactly what I'm paid to do, what I'm assigned to do and nothing more and uh, they've caught on or, or they were alerted to this. The, the bigwigs were alerted to this, and, uh, and now they're mad about it. It's weird. The first thing was nobody wants to work, and now that they are working, they're not working hard enough, and that's a complaint as well, even though the job is filled and the work is getting done. It's really... I, it, I do not understand. I do not understand it. It's just they, they want to complain about everything. What's the deal? Here it is. You want me to do more work, you pay me more money. That's all. If you want me to do more assignments from someone else or you have uh, extra things that need to get done, sure, I'll do them. Pay me more money. Increase my salary. Pay me. Let me stay late. Pay overtime. That's it. That's all. Give me more money. Since nobody wants to work anymore and I'm doing the job and workers have realized they can keep their jobs without going above and beyond and burning that midnight oil and staying late and doing coming in early and doing all this extra stuff to get noticed and try to get ahead, right? Which no longer exists, as far as I can tell. I haven't really heard any stories about that. And if I'm wrong about that, by all means, let me know everywhere at the Melting Pat. If I'm incorrect on this, on the fact that the old school, you know, burning both ends, right? If that still works, I'm happy to be, uh, to be educated on that. But as far as I understand it, the people who have the jobs are doing exactly what they're being paid to do. And uh, the higher-ups are saying, hey, wait a minute. Why aren't you doing this extra stuff anymore? I'm like, well, you're not giving me more money. So I don't know, man. You hired me to do a job, and I'm doing it. And if you'd like me to do more work than you're assigning me initially, that's fine. Pay me more money. Let me stay late or come in early and pay me time and a half. And then I will do the extra work. But as far as my workday is concerned... I'm going to do exactly what I'm assigned to do and nothing more. And if you want to call that quiet quitting, if you want to call me a lazy employee, even though I'm getting all the work done, if you want to make up whatever, fine, go right ahead. 
come on on down to the line and do the work then, right? Or pay me more money to do it. I was going a different way with that thought, and then I combined it with another one. I'm sorry, that, that was messy. So basically, yeah, if you want me to do more work, pay me more money. That's all there is to it, because I have the job, you need me in the job, and that's where we are. We need each other, but you need all this work done more than I need to do my work, right? My work's already done. So I don't need to do more work and bust my ass when you're not paying me more money. So there you go. So I don't know if quiet quitting is a real thing or if it's just a a kid on TikTok uh, trolling someone older than him. But either way, it got me, uh, I don't know, 10-minute segment for the show or however long this was. So thanks, kid. I appreciate you, and I hope you're doing well. Whoever and wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you're doing exactly what they're paying you to do. And if they want more, demand more money. There you go. That's that. Somebody should give me money for this show. Yeah? No? I do put a lot of work into it. No? All right. Maybe I don't. Anyway, <laughs> I just started reading that the other day. It's come up a couple times, and I uh, I made a note of it and finally got to it. So there you go. Am I quietly quitting this podcast by you know, using some old topics and not really being timely with my stuff? Probably. But I'm not going anywhere. I mean, except now, because we got to take a break, and then we'll come right back, and we'll talk about pronouns. So we'll do that in just a second. All right, hang on. So let's talk about this. This came up at work not too long ago. You like that smooth transition that I just ruined by telling you it's a smooth transition? Great. Wonderful. All right, like I said, second and a half for you, like four minutes for me. Uh, <laughs> so this has been a thing for a little while. Um, people talking about pronouns and uh, apparently some people are very upset that you use pronouns, like you uh, you put out your preferred pronouns in your email signature or or on your social media or wherever. For whatever reason, it makes people mad, and I don't know why. But it came up at work recently. We were having a meeting, and someone asked. So I work at um, at a place where they want a lot of things to be uniform. They want a lot of things to be the same. And that includes email signatures. And someone asked, can we have our pronouns in our email signature? So mine would be, you know, Pat Johnston, he, him, right? So that would be my email signature. And someone asked, that is my email signature on my, on the show email. And so someone asked at work, like, hey, can we use that for, for our signature? Like, can we put our pronouns in the email signature so people know, like, oh, good morning, sir. Good morning, madam. Good morning, whatever right? And we were told no, because they all have to look the same, which just a weird answer. And then I looked, I dug into it further. I talked to a buddy who, uh, who has more of a connection to who would make this decision. That's vague enough, right? Um, and I was told that, yeah, they're leaving it up to, to the specific people who, who are running the certain department, I guess. I think that's how, that's the best way to phrase that without, again, giving away what I do. Um, and they were like, yeah, they left it up to whoever, and you know, they're not going to, come down on anyone for doing it or not. So, you know, we were told, nope, can't do it, which is kind of a weird thing. Like it's on the one hand, it's not that big of a deal to do it, but also like, it's not, it shouldn't be like, no one should have come down and said, no, you can't do that because it's not saying it's not a big deal. It seems like I'm dismissing it, but it, what I mean is it's a, it's a small thing that can go a long way for a lot of different people. Right. Because I have no, you know, just tell me what to call you is really what where I come down on this, right? It's just so let me know what do you want me to call you? You know, do you can do you want me to just call you by your name? I could do that. 
that's fine with me. Um, and so I do it just because it's not a big deal, and it, and it affirms with someone like, hey, this person kind of gets what's going on, right? Maybe, maybe that's not even it, but it's just a little gesture that I did, um, and also in a funny little twist here, someone once thought I was a woman when they were reaching out to me for the show. And so I decided, cause my, I don't like my, I don't use, I haven't gone by Patrick since like third grade. And so Pat is androgynous. If that, that's the word, right? Either one or it can be male or female, right? That the, I'm not looking it up, but I'm sure that's it. Um, and so people are not sure always. And so someone was like, Oh yeah, she's great. And I'm like, Oh, all right then. And I, I wasn't mad about it. I was just like, Oh, well, yeah, that's, uh, that's not the first time that's happened. So I just put a little boop, he, him, right at the end of my uh, my thing there, and that's all. And I just, it's just really strange that people lose their minds over this. I don't, I like, it doesn't make anyone look weak. It doesn't make anyone look, you know, uh, like they're bowing to anything, like they're uh, giving in on some level, which is a thing, an argument I've seen. It's just really strange that, just put a thing in there, put a he, him, or a she, her, or a they, them, whatever you got going on. Is there a fourth thing? I'm not sure. I'm sorry. I'm not up to date on all this stuff. I do apologize. I'm trying. I'm just trying to, I don't want to, like, it's a little thing that I also don't want to misinterpret for on someone's behalf. Like, I don't want to offend someone by calling them the wrong thing just because I didn't know, right? You don't want to do that because I just... I don't know. It's it's just a a little slight that I'd rather not uh, not uh, put on someone, right? Does that does any of that make sense? I don't know. It's been a weird day. It's been a weird couple of days. <laughs> but it's just like I don't know. Like you're not you're not any worse off whether you do it or not. You're not any worse off if you like. No one is. No one should. Anyone who's worth a should have no problem with with you using your pronoun or not. Anybody like worth talking to about any serious uh, topic should not be losing their minds over this. And if they are, then they're probably a in some other way. So I don't know. It's just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. You're not worse if you do or you don't. Like you, like, you could not do it and then just not say anything about it. Like, just don't put it in your thing and then don't address it. Like, you spout off all that. You look like a. And. You can avoid that by just not getting involved in the discussion. Like, you don't have to weigh in on every topic. It's a, it's a weird thing about the internet is that, yes, it's great. Everyone can kind of weigh in on anything, and it's, oh, great, awesome. But also, anyone can weigh in on anything, and uh, sometimes that's not awesome. And it's just really strange. The things, the ideas, the topics that people will will feel so strongly about that they, they lead you to... Uh, just down weird, weird roads on the on the internet and the way you talk to people over something that's that's really of no ill consequence whether you do it or not. Does that make sense? I don't know. It's just it doesn't really affect you. It probably doesn't. If you're mad about it, it for sure shouldn't affect you like that. And um, you don't have to weigh in on everything. Just uh, take a seat and talk about something else. All right? Does that work for you? All right. Jesus. I don't know. We probably could have kept this on one track, but I like the breaks, though. Do you like the breaks? Is that a thing? Like, should I? I mean, I started recording in Soundtrap because Audacity was giving me trouble, and I wanted to have something where I wasn't losing parts of the recording. And so I have Audacity running in the background just to see if it'll work today. 
But the reason I like I started doing it to have a better alternative, like a more stable alternative. And they said, hey, stop every 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Do you like that, though? Do you want me to keep telling you that I'm stopping? Should I just stop it and not tell you? I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to do it because uh, no one's here to tell me not to. And we got one more thing. Well, we got two more things, but then we're, then we're good. All right? Right? We're good, right? Just one, two, a little sports. We got week three. We're not going to spend a ton of time on the sports just because uh, by the end of the show, it's a lot of work. But if you want me to do more sports, let me know. Ever read the Melty Pat? Until, uh, you know, think about that, all right, for two seconds while I get a drink and come right back. All right, so one more big thing for you, and then a little bit of sports. We might be able to just round this out on one thing, on one, uh, one break here. I think we're going to be good. So somebody asked me this not too long ago, because I use a lot of social, different social media platforms for the show, and some of them only for the show, in fact. And so someone asked, hey, Pat, what is your favorite? Like, what's the best one for you to use in terms of how you get things done. I think that's how they phrase it. I didn't write down the whole question because it came in a while ago and I was like, ooh, Twitter, and then wrote nothing else about it. So that, well, like of the question. So thank you, whoever wrote that in. My bad, I forgot your name. Um, <laughs> but really, like the whole show is kind of, uh, it was kind of brought on by people on Twitter liking and sharing things. So I kept seeing them in my timeline. And so that kind of brings us all here to the end where someone asked about my favorite social media thing. And I did a whole episode in November a couple years ago about how bad Instagram is. And I talked about when Double Identity was here, how bad Facebook has gotten just in the, the interface. I'm not even talking about like the, the people and the, like the stuff you see on there. I'm talking about the way the interface has changed and just made it harder to get things done. And now it's all like, oh, this is suggested for you. And I'm like, I just want to see the people I follow, please. Thank you. Um, and so really, I don't use TikTok. I don't know how to use that. I did use Snapchat for a while, but I don't use that anymore. Is there another one that I'm not aware of? I don't know. So Twitter's the best one on the board, really, if we're getting down to it. I do. Uh, I am on Space Hay here and there, a little MySpace alternative, which I think is still up there. Haven't gone on in a while, so you can see it's working out really well. I do like it, the uh, kind of the old school approach, because that's the way things should be, in my opinion. We've talked about that already on the show, but... Yeah, of the ones that are out there that I use, Twitter's the best one for me. I know it can get a little messy depending on who you follow and uh, things you talk about and things you like and things you retweet and whatnot, because then the algorithm will suggest, hey, you liked this tweet, so why you would probably like this one, or you follow this person, so you would probably like what they like and what they share and all this other stuff, which can get messy. I'm not going to lie to you, but I just think it's... I don't know, man. It just feels like it's the best way for me. Well, first of all, maybe not first of all, but in relation to the show, it's where I found most of the music for it. Like where I find most of the artists is Twitter. And they're more responsive on there. And that's where I've kind of, they have found me or I found them through other artists or, you know, whatever the case was, it was most likely on Twitter. And so that's a big plus for me in the Twitter column because... This show is not as much fun without the music, and uh, I have I owe a lot of that to Twitter. So there we go. And also, it gives me the most control over both what I see in a way. Like, I mean, I know, again, algorithm, they want to show you things and get you kind of involved in other things and other discussions and whatnot and more people, which is fine, I guess. But, I mean, it's not exactly fine. But anyway, 
I have the most control over what I see because I can mute words and phrases and people and all this stuff. And the blocking trolls and bots and stuff is very easy to do. And so I have control that way. And also, I have the most control over who can respond to my stuff. And with this new Twitter circle thing, who can see what I post. So Twitter circle, I think I meant to talk about this last week, but I forgot because I need someone to sit in on the show while I'm doing it and say, hey, like make a note of when I said, we'll get to that and make sure I get to it. So if you any, any volunteers, themeltingpat.com, let me know. And, uh, and I'll give you, I don't know, I'll send you a sticker or something. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so Twitter circle is fantastic because I can choose exactly who I want to see my tweets. And so I can go through, I think you, they have to be, um, you have to be following each other. I think that's really the only requirement to be in, to have someone in your little Twitter circle, which is fine. So you go in and you, you make a list. I think you, there's a limit. I don't know what it is, but there's a limit of accounts who could be in your thing. So you can put these people in your Twitter circle and set a tweet to go only to your circle so that anyone who's not in your circle, be it someone who doesn't follow you and sees your stuff come up or who does follow you and is not in your circle, they don't see it. They will not. Whatever you put in that circle thing is only for those people who are in the circle, which is great. That's exactly what I want. Because not, not all the time do I want to have a discussion on social media. Like, I don't want to have a debate for several tweets or posts or pages or threads or whatever. Um, sometimes I just want to say stuff. And you can like it, you can not like it, and you can just move on. But on the internet, as you know, a lot of people have trouble just moving on. They always got to put in their, their two cents, whether they know what you're talking about or not, whether they actually read what you wrote or not they're going to get involved. And so being able to have that much control over who can see and respond to what I throw out there is fantastic. That's what I want. That's why I've been such a big proponent of the MySpace bulletin feature, because you put it out there and you say, hey, here's, we're going to talk about this. That's your title. And then you go into your post and put whatever. And the only way that anyone can respond to that is a direct message to you which you can ignore if you don't want to. I mean, if you, want, if you don't want to get involved in a discussion or, or a whatever, a flame war or whatever, if you don't want to do it, you just don't. You just delete the message, ignore it, do something else. And I know it's hard to do, I understand, but I just think it's great. I love it. And yeah, it's really like, it's messy in, in, a different, in different ways. They're all messy in different ways. And I understand that there's no perfect system. But, well, there was MySpace bulletins. To me, I, I think really the best way is just, here's how you can respond. Not in public. Not directly, anyway, in public. And if, so if you, we've ta- I'm not going to go into the bulletins thing again. I'm sorry. We did it already. We did it already. Because um, not everything has to be a public debate. I think that's, that's really why Twitter Circle, for me, is one of the best things in social media. Because I don't need everything to be seen by everyone. Sometimes I just want to say stuff and for my, like for my buddies, for people I enjoy interacting with and not some random guy or girl who sees it based on something and then decides to chime in. And I just, you know, I I don't need all that. I hate all those notifications from random people talking about stuff. I don't care. And, um, 
I really just have no desire to get in. Like I spent a lot of time arguing with people on the internet in my 20s, my early 20s and teens and whatnot, and I have no time or energy or desire to do it anymore. I'm 34. I don't care. So thank you, Twitter. Yeah, we were going to go down a different road that was going to be messier, and then I'm not going to do that. So anyway, someone asked, what's the best uh, social media platform for me? It's Twitter, hands down, at this point by far, because Facebook is a mess anymore, and Instagram, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, So yeah, there you go. Um, I don't know. It's just weird, man. Just understand that on the internet is, and this may be something we'll bring up another time, even though we kind of touched on it here. Um, no matter what you put out there, there is always going to be someone or several people who are going to read it however they want to read it and respond to you in a way that is completely off base from whatever you said. They're going to read and interpret however they want and respond in kind, which may be completely off the mark from what you actually said. So you just have to be mindful of that, that, uh, not everyone's coming at it from the same angle and you just kind of have to, I don't know, either ignore it or. I, I don't know. Maybe that's the best advice. Ignore it. Ignore it and then uh, start a circle. Sound good? Great. Good luck out there, everybody. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah, it's always going to be kind of messy. It's going to be weird and it's going to be uh, it's going to be a whole thing. But yeah, somewhat. Thank you for the question. Twitter's my the best one that I use because of the music and all the people on there are sharing their music and it's great. And I've met a lot of great people from there because of it. So. There we go. And the Twitter circle is the best. All right. So there it is. There's the, that's the meat of the show there. We're good. We got all the stuff. We got a little, some serious stuff today. I was not really ready. I didn't want to have all this on one show. And then by the time I looked at it, it was recording day. And then I decided, yeah, you know what? We'll just put all this on one show. Again, brought to us by people of Twitter. So thank you for that. There we go. All right. So real quick, let's do some sports. If you don't like sports, you're free to leave. Thank you for being here. I'll talk to you next time doing whatever it is that I'll do. I have no idea. Enjoy yourself. Don't get hurt. And um, come help me fix my fence. Okay? Or, you know, you know what? Be more specific, Pat. You're right. Come fix my fence for me. I need some help. Let me know. I can pay you. All right? There we go. That's all. All right. Sports stuff. If you don't like sports, thanks for coming. See you later. For the rest of us, we got a couple things. Let's do baseball. Um, real quick, Aaron Judge, congratulations. 60 home runs as of today when I'm recording. Who knows if he'll get 62. The record in the American League is 61, as we mentioned. Um, and so who knows? He may get that by the time the show comes out. I don't know what their schedule is. Uh, but he's having a great year. The best part about all of it is at the beginning of the year, the Yankees offered him a bunch of money, like $214 million or whatever, for like a seven- or eight-year deal. And he was like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. And all these media guys, people like me, idiots like me, were coming out like, oh, what an idiot. How do you turn on that much money? So he basically said, no, no, I'm in my last year. I'm going to bet on myself. And he is uh, he's very close to winning the Triple Crown and the MVP. So is this the best? I, I should um, find somebody who, who knows all these stats. Is this the best uh, walk year, like the best final contract year in baseball history? Somebody, how do I find that out? Like, what's the best contract year in MLB history? Like, the final year of your deal, and you go out and have a monster season like this. Has, this, has anything like this ever happened before? I mean, I, I've said it every, um, the guy who does best is the guy in the last year of his contract, right? So you use that and be like, oh, look at this guy with great numbers. And you kind of have to wonder, 
is he going to keep this up once he gets his real contract? And uh, maybe that's another part of the the stat thing to look up is who had the best contract year in baseball history. And then after they signed a new deal, who did better from there? I think that's a good, let's get the people at the, let's get the stats people on that and try to figure that out. That's a good thing. All right. So there you go. Aaron judge 60 homers. He did it. So he tied Babe Ruth. So he's two away from the American league record. Go get him kid. Good for you. What am I going to be mad? He's on the Yankees. He's on the Yankees. Who cares? Good for you. It's fun to watch. Um, Phillies have not been fun to watch over the last week. They've lost, as of today, five in a row. And their playoff lead or their their playoff spot is two games or two and a half or whatever it was. And uh, it's not looking great. I still think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to sneak in. Well, they have the tiebreaker over the Padres and the Brewers and someone else. So if it ends in a tie, the Phillies get in by virtue of that. So that's good. However, comma, Phillies, you still got to win some games to make the playoffs here. You're not done yet. You're not in yet. You got to win some more games here. They got, uh, I don't know, 14 to go or 12 to go. So get on it. Start winning again. Go on. Start ruining and and make some stuff happen. Okay? Come on. I want to see playoff baseball in Philadelphia again. I don't know know that I'll be able to go, but I want to be able to watch the Phillies in the playoffs. It's been too long, guys. Come on. All right. So there you go. Phillies are, they're messy. Guys are hurt. Guys are not playing well. It's a whole thing. But um, I will cross my fingers and toes. I do think they're going to make the playoffs, maybe by the uh, the skin of their teeth, as they say. So <laughs> so go Phils, damn it. Go Phils. And what I didn't mention last week, I forgot, is that Albert Pujols is in pursuit of 700. He's at 698, I think. Uh, career home runs, by the way. So here's my question. I don't think there's any doubt he'll get to 700 this year. So if he does, when he let's say when he does, let's say he ends the year with, I don't know, 705. And he said, oh, it's going to be my last year. Does he come back next year to try to pass Babe Ruth? Because I don't, at this point, so Bonds hit what, 762? So at this point, he would have to play like three more years to hit, 60 home runs because he doesn't play every day and you know all that right so he'd be what 45 so I don't think I think that's out but if he ends the year with like 705 does he come back next year to try to hit 16 more 15 well whatever 10 more 11 more whatever the number is seven well uh Babe Ruth was 714 so does he come back and try to hit 715 what do you think let me know let me know about that even if you like even if you don't like baseball let me know. And the Cardinals also, what's more fun about, see, we've talked about the home run chase in 98, uh, McGuire and Sosa and all that, and Griffey to a lesser extent before he got hurt or fell off or whatever. Um, but those, the Cubs and Cardinals at that time were awful. Like they weren't making the playoffs. These Cardinals are, the Yankees are. And so, I mean, the Yankees have scuffled toward the end here. So who knows if they'll win the division or, or get a wild card, but they're contending. The Yankees are contending while Aaron Judge is going for the American League home run record and the Triple Crown. The Cardinals are contending while Albert Pujols is going for 700 career home runs when he was when last year we thought his career was over. And so it's been really fun to watch all this unfold because not only are they doing these these awesome achievements but they're also helping their teams get to the playoffs, which is really fun. So there you go. There's your baseball we went a little long there because I started talking about other stuff. But anyway, <laughs> there you go. We're about done. 
Um, NFL Week 3. We have for you. We just wrote, we didn't write it down on this one. It's on a different thing. Hold on. We have, I know Soundtrap. I know I have to stop. We got the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. The Bills are so far as good as advertised. And the Dolphins mounted a serious comeback against the Ravens last week. It hurts. It hurts to say, but I'm also not surprised because I've been watching the Ravens. And this is a thing they do. They play for three quarters and then forget about the fourth quarter. But anyway, the Dolphins, Tua showed out. Six touchdowns, 400-something yards. Um, I love this matchup right now. Bills, Dolphins, it's going to be great. Who's going to win? I don't know yet because I just thought about this game before we did the show. And uh, I haven't had time to really chew on it. And I don't have time to do it now. But uh, let me know your pick. Well, my expert, uh, my experts will on Thursday. I like this matchup a lot. It's in Miami, which I don't know who that helps or hurts. Well, I, I mean, you'd love this right now to be in Buffalo. But I think Miami plays Buffalo in like December. So that's going to be a little messy. It could be because the weather in Buffalo is a mess anytime. So there you go. Week three, Bills, Dolphins. Part of me says I have to pick the Dolphins because they just stunned my team and roared back. But I also love to believe. So we'll chew on that for a couple days and we'll figure it out. I don't know. Anyway, that's our show. We did it. My thanks to you for listening. My thanks to people of Twitter for basically giving me my topics for this week. <laughs> and uh, my thanks to Lowborn for the tune. Want to believe it's available now. Lowbornband.com for more from them. Thank you very much, my friends. We're good. This has been an 8 in production. Until next time, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated and boosted when you can. G-Love and Special Sauce with cold beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. That is all. TheMeltyPat.com for all of my stuff. There's a network tab. Find out what's going on with all of our shows. And uh, best way to get in touch with me over there. TheMeltyPat.com comes right to me. You can also text me or uh, 209-867-7638 or leave a message and yell at me about something. Okay? Great. We're good. I love you. Thank you for being here. We're, we are good, right? Yes, we got to go. You've been inside the Belt to Pat on the next level network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade would be nice. Of a spice from the top to a BK. Got a bar crop of swing, bar cross. Got the bait on the front board. See, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of from It's martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. From the fountain, real good sounding Chocolate egg cream, yo, on to cherry grounds And caught a chill bar, on to send my ride Wobbles to the right, they got beverages Inside of me, a hot coffee, and fill it up with ice Watermelon, it's like it's right, please fix me a large slice Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold Cold, 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 cold He sent me from the bar Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Go, girl, work the cold one. 
Go, go, work the cold one. What? Go, go, work the cold one. Go, go, work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. To, and you can a bite, but the brew tastes a nice back to the ball. So every jack of reason a collada. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up. I must tell you, I'm the Kool-Aid kid. Before you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge. Cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. 